And now, from our studios in Kansas City, Sci-Fi For Me Radio is live from the bunker. Well, it is Monday, 261 days without incident here at the bunker. Welcome everyone and thank you for joining us. How is everyone doing? My name is Jason Hunt. I am the editor-in-chief here at SciFiForMe.com. We are broadcasting live here on YouTube and we're sending this to both of our... Uh, Facebook pages, although that might actually prove to be problematic. I might end up having to stop those streams because I'm getting all sorts of red lights here. Uh, so if there are delays, it's probably because of a setting somewhere that we need to reset again. So there is that. Welcome, everyone. And uh, I mentioned... Uh, that we're that we're live here uh and this is our general talk show this is where i get to rant if i don't have a guest usually we try to have guests on here and uh we we don't today but we will uh later in the week uh, let me get through a few little bits of business. The live chat is open. Uh, you can't always leave us a comment, whether it's live or uh, after live. We call it Memorex. The email address, live from the bunker at sci fi for me.com. We're on all the social media, and we do encourage you to sign up for our newsletter. You can find that over at the dot com or in the show notes. Mazarus, welcome. Thanks uh, thanks for popping in there. He says, stream is lagging periodically, but it usually clears up after a few minutes. Okay, well, uh, hopefully it doesn't lag too terribly much. If it does, we'll probably end up having to stop the Facebook streams and just uh, concentrate on YouTube because I guess it... it it makes a difference on how much we set the bit rate on. So I don't know. Uh, this show and the H2O podcast both av- both available as podcasts. Uh, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Double Twist, Stitcher, TuneIn, Pocket Casts. So that is our uh, that is our list of the network, as it were. So, uh, so there we are. All right. <clears throat> and if you want to call in, 867-5309. Not really. All right. By way of introduction, for those of you who are new, and we do, uh, we do invite you to subscribe to the channel if you haven't already and have the notifications turned on. My name is Jason Hunt. I'm the editor-in-chief at sci fi and the executive producer at Sci-Fi For Me TV. 32 years in media, which means I should know better. I should have gotten out a long time ago, but this is the only thing that I know. So I'm kind of stuck. Radio, television, newspaper. I am an award-winning filmmaker, an award-winning commercial producer. They call me Mr. Boss. Sometimes. I even make the coffee and take out the trash. So, you know, I wear a lot of hats around here. And I say all of that basically to kind of set the stage because I need help a little bit. Um, my other qualifications, I also keep Mrs. Boss happy just by being in the room. That I don't need help with. She's over there working, working, toiling away. Slaving away. We actually had a conversation about this the other the other day. The fact that uh, she helps here, and I am very appreciative of her help. Uh, but uh, it's kind of one of those things where you you, you kind of marry into the business, so you're kind of stuck working on the business. So uh, I'm doing my best to uh, make it so that she doesn't feel obligated to do any of this stuff. I do, I do appreciate all of the help that she does here. She does yeoman's work. 
and uh, and I'm always happy for the help. And I'm 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 gratified uh, that a lot of other people have helped over the years as contributors. So uh, that does that does help me a lot. Although I've made the joke. I could use about three more clones of me. So, uh, Mazerus, yes. I remember all the 80s commercial jingle, jingles. Um, do you remember Tab? Remember the, the, the jingle for Tab for beautiful people? <laughs> tab was a terrible, 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 terrible soda. <sighs> Mrs. Boss, did you ever drink Tab? I Are, you, no? No, okay. So... Tab was, Tab was, I, who watches U-Tub? What's U-Tub? You, that's a, no, I'm not even, not even. Nope. See, that's a, that's a topic that I could cover, but I'm not gonna. Uh, and, and everything that happened over the weekend and, and late into last week, there are a lot of topics that we could get into. Uh, we can talk about Miranda's butt over at Mass Effect with the whole re-release. I ain't going to do that. Uh, we can talk about the uh, the internet keyboard warriors virtue signaling and, and going after Anna over her She-Hulk redesign. Not going to do that. Captain Marvel apparently is going to be gay in the movies. Not going to do that. And, you know, this whole confession, this hubris riddled confession from time magazine really 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 sometimes it almost almost makes me wish that we had a political channel but as as dana carvey's george uh, george bush says not gonna do it what we are going to talk about is the kind of help that we need here. We're going to do basically a recruiting drive today. We're going to talk about some opportunities for you to help me help you. Uh, now, coming up on the program on Wednesday, we're going to have Tony Weisskopf, who's an editor at Bayon Books. And on Thursday, we're going to have an open line show. We're going to try something. SB the Every Fairy will be here as a guest, and she will be available for those of you who wish to call in and ask questions and get advice. We're going to be doing a fairy pee session <clears throat> on Thursday. She'll be here to... Uh, I don't know what we're going to do, but... She's uh, she's gonna she's gonna offer her opinions about some things. You're gonna be able to ask her questions, and we'll see what happens. So that's coming up on Thursday. Okay, here's what we need. So, over the years since 2009, really one constant in the staff has been the changes in the staff. It's a, it's, it's, a, we, I call them the, the metal, the gang of meddling kids. And the, the roster has changed. It's been a revolving door mainly because it's an all volunteer staff and people come and go as they have time and interest and resources to contribute, and so it it does change quite a bit. We have we have a lot of people that have come through here, and have contributed, and for whatever reason have moved on to other things. Whether they get opportunities elsewhere, or the day job takes up more of their time, they have other commitments, family stuff. So we don't have a fixed staff, other than me. Everybody else here is a volunteer, and there are opportunities here because right now we're working with a staff of uh, what is it, six. There's me, Tim, Mindy, Leslie, McKenna, Sam, Gabe. Is it that's it? Seven. Uh, Macy, Sean are on tartar sauce. 
Uh, we've got one more that we're, that we're talking to. So roughly about 10 people. I could use about 10 more. Interns are another, another option as well. So basically, interns are the volunteers who get a grade. But if you are so inclined and if you are interested and if you feel you have the skill set, we are actively recruiting volunteers to help us uh, build, build content. I don't have to say produce content. Content is just, it's this corporate sounding word, uh, programming for the TV channel, articles for the magazine, for the web magazine. So we're looking for people who are interested in writing news articles, think pieces, essays, opinion pieces, book reviews, movie reviews. We have done television recaps in the past, but that's a very time-intensive endeavor. So we don't do that a lot because if you do it for one show, you want to do it for all the shows and that's a that's a very very time consuming uh, thing so we haven't really done very much on that but uh, everything's pretty much on the table here it's you know we're we're needing reporters we're needing people who can conduct interviews people who can write articles people who can help with social media uh, people who can help on the back end of things in sales and promotions and marketing and media production. Uh, we're, we're looking for folks who can make uh, commercials and promos for our shows. Uh, people who can sell advertising and sponsorships. And, you know, if we get to the point where we can start generating a little bit of revenue, those volunteer positions will become paid positions. That's the hope anyway. But, you know... Here we are 12 years later after starting, and it still hasn't quite materialized the way I've wanted it to. But, you know, it's okay. That's, that's how things work. I think... I think I'm going to cut off the Facebook pages. All right, what, is it, what does it look like over there for you? Fine. It looks fine? Are we getting any delays? Because YouTube, YouTube keeps... Keeps sprawling here, stumbling and tripping over itself. It's a little like choppy. Yeah. It's a little choppy. It's choppy, but it's not. I mean, it's still going. Okay. I think you're the only one watching over on the Facebook page, so we're going to kill the Facebook feed now, and hopefully, that will boost our signal over on YouTube. We'll try that. Let's see what happens. I got a green light here, so let's see. All right, so so that's the that's the long and short of it. That's the Reader's Digest version of what we're looking for in terms of people who can and are willing and interested in contributing on the staff here. And you don't have to have media training. You don't have to have any formal training in journalism, although that does help. Eh. I say that one of the things that I've noticed about journalism schools, a, a lot of people who get into journalism to begin with, they have this notion that they're going to change the world. You know how that how that is where, you know, they they want to get in there and instead of being reporters, they decide they want to be activists. That kind of journalism I'm not looking for. I'm looking for just the facts, ma'am, reporters. I'm looking for people who will go and find the, the most accurate, factual, here's what we know information without any kind of spin or political filters or anything like that. Because we're not a political site. And I want to make sure that we can stay as neutral as possible because it's, you know, it, it provides a nice alternative to all of those others that are out there. io9 and Mary Sue being among the chief culprits of that kind of thing. Um, and we're not looking for anybody who can do clickbait articles either. Listicles. We're not BuzzFeed. We're not bleeding cool, making up stuff or stirring the pot, trying to cause trouble. 
Um, and as Rich Johnston even says, he is not a journalist. He's a, he says it himself. <clears throat> uh, I have my own opinions of what Rich Johnston does over there at Bleeding Cool, but I'm going to keep it to myself. Because we are a PG-13 family-friendly show most of the time. <clears throat> Suffice to say, I don't have a, a, a very high regard for Rich Johnston's tactics. Um, and so, anyway, all right. So, what does it involve? Because in the news articles, we get a lot of press releases, we get a lot of, of emails, and we get a lot of announcements, and of course we're on all of the, the media mailing lists, you know, Variety and Deadline and, and uh, Hollywood Reporter and that sort of thing. So basically what we're doing is we're crafting news articles based on multiple sources, we're aggregating the information into articles of our own, and attributing sources where we can as we're able. And this is true whether it's a news article that posts to the .com or if it's something that we report on during Good Morning Multiverse on Saturday morning. So if there are people who can write the article and then repurpose it as a video clip for the Saturday morning show, even better. Uh, if you've got any kind of comfort level in terms of being on camera, uh, that would be helpful as well. Because we've got ideas for shows that we're not able to do because we don't have the manpower. You know, I would, I, we, I'd love to bring the trailer park back. I'd love to bring Comic Con Carney back. Um, we have a book review show that we'd like to do. We've got a couple of ideas and some various different programs that we'd like to add to the lineup, but. I'm already producing seven of our seven shows and co-hosting four of them. So I have a little bit on my plate and we need to find some other people who are able to do this sort of thing. If you're interested. Now, if you're not, that's fine. It's not for everybody. And the other thing that we could be using, and I've mentioned this before, if anybody's out there who wants to give us fake commercials, parody commercials, I'm open to that as well. Because, you know, we want to have some fun here. It's not just me being the harump harump grump all the time. Not all the time, some of the time, a little bit of the time. Have I told you about my lawn today? I haven't complained very much today. Should I complain a little bit? I don't know. Have I seen me? Yeah, my lawn. My lawn's not looking good right now. Um, Mazers is moving after the at the end of the month. Okay. Might be might be willing to do some stuff for us after he moves. That that would be uh, that would be fun. So, all right. So, Mazers, yes, we'll circle back and, and talk as 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 Ms. Saki says. We'll circle back to that. <laughs> now, the internships. For those of you who are in college, because we get some uh, we get some people in our audience that are in that 18 and up range. If you are in college and you're looking for uh, course credit, if you're looking for internship credit, either in media production or journalism or film production or advertising, any of those where, where it would be applicable to have an internship with a media production company like ours, Anywhere in the world, really, we can set that up. Uh, and we can have as many interns as we want. We're not limited here. There's plenty of work to go around. And that applies to both the written side over on the .com and the video side on the .tv. And then whatever we end up doing for the podcasts as an ancillary piece of that, if there are people that are just into audio production, you want to do some commercials for us there, we can do that too. 
So, you know, the the ideas are always flowing. I've probably got about 10 pages worth of things we'd like to do. And we're limited only by the fact that we have a fixed amount of manpower and a very limited budget. If I get if I could get those two things taken care of, then Katie bar the door. I mean, we could we could do all sorts of things uh, that we'd like to do. And and once events open back up, knock on wood, hopefully it happens this year uh, with a little bit more regularity. Uh, once that once the events open back up, we're going to to be going back out in the world, and we'll need help there. And one of the things that I'm hoping to do is recruit what we call stringers. And stringers are not regular contributors, but they're people who are at the right place at the right time to do particular stories. So basically, yeah, Mazerus, I did. I knocked. No, dog, that was me. There she goes. Junior office dog, ladies and gentlemen. Barking at my knocking on the desk. So anyway, um, the stringers that we have now, we have a couple of a couple of people up in the New York City area who contribute stories from time to time. They'll go to Tribeca for us, a couple of film festivals up there, do some interviews on, for us, uh, Laura and Jason Nadler. And I would like to have people that are in various different places uh, who are able to help us with some of that. So if you're in the San Diego area, for for example, or if you're up in the Seattle area, you know we've got uh, uh, Emerald City up there, um, Tulsa, Tokyo and Tulsa, or you know San Diego Comic Con, or Dragon Con in Atlanta, or anything down there, uh, you know fl the Orlando, Florida area. Uh, Sci-Fi Snob, we're not we're not recruiting for Scientology. No, welcome to the chat. Uh, we are we're I'm I'm recruiting staff. This is a filler episode today where I talk about all of the different th things that I need in terms of clones and duplicates of myself to handle all of the workload. So uh, so now you're caught up. Uh, but yeah, the stringers. It, you know, let's say if you're if you're in a particular area. And you want to contribute, like say, if we're if we're going to go to Dragon Con, and if we get somebody else at, oh, I don't know, let's you know pick a weekend. If we have multiple events going on, if we've got people who can call in and report from various different events, what I would love to do is broadcast from a, a main site. Like say, if we're at if we're at Dragon Con on one weekend, and let's say. Pop Expo Dallas is going on and, and or Fan Expo Dallas is going on or something in Detroit or something over in Boston and we could dial those people in and say you know here we are at Dragon Con and here's uh, thus and so up in Boston at, at Boscone for example and be able to do that kind of thing very much like a TV network so Yes, Mazerus, it is very much an on-the-scene reporter job. You have the terminology just exactly right, yes. So live reporting or putting together packages or doing panels. Uh, when, when we go to events, one of the things that we're, tr we're going to do a little bit more of is besides having the anchors in the booth, the people out there, is also to be uh, in the panel reports uh, in the in the panel rooms taking notes so you do the panel reports and then we could both have those as articles and then have somebody come on and say well this is what happened at the panel we have to be very careful about that though because we're usually not able to record those panels uh, because of copyright and appearance fees and all that kind of thing with the guests so we have to we have to watch that but we can at least report on what happened what was said and we're looking for people who can do that. And if we can do people from remote, various different places at the same time, so much the better. And Sci-Fi Snob, for your question, how much is the pay? I can give you a t-shirt. I can give you a mug. I mean, Mrs. Boss says she can make cookies. Um, yeah, I guess I can make brownies. 
Um, not special brownies, just regular brownies. Well, yeah, just regular brownies. Um, eventually, the hope is, and I was really hoping to be at this point before now, but we're not. Um, the hope is to attract advertisers, especially if we get into the to the um, to the events. To get sponsors who can actually – we can start generating some revenue. We can start paying people. That's That was the goal a long time ago, and it's never, it's never materialized yet. And with our subscriber count on YouTube being so small, we're not at that point where the channel is making a whole lot of money either. So it's, you know, it's a mixed bag. This is, this is fun to do, but I would really like for it to generate some jobs. So – uh, it kind of a barter system, I guess. Um, I don't, I don't know if you, I don't, well, I don't know what it would be for, yeah, I mean, I suppose barter would be a good way to, to put it. I mean, if we give you a book to review, you can keep the book, you know, those kind of things. Um, we do, uh, we do have a plan uh, I've been doing some math trying to figure out because if we if we go by the science fiction and fantasy writers of America standards for qualification. So basically, if you want to qualify for membership in CIFWA, there is a certain uh, set of criteria for you to qualify for membership. So in order for us to make that a little – we want to be a little bit uh, – helpful in that regard so if you're writing for us especially if we start publishing fiction uh we want to be competitive in you know the pay rate and and that sort of thing so we've been looking at some numbers and doing some math and trying to figure out and i think we can manage to pay people it wouldn't be a lot but all we need are just one or two couple of advertisers it wouldn't take a whole lot so that's going to be on the priority list to try to get that thing put, uh, put together and figure out how we can do this, how we can, how we can make it worthwhile for everybody to be here, not just to just be here for the sake of being here or bragging rights or, oh, hey, you get a mug or you get a, a T-shirt or a magnet or something. You know, we want, we want the compensation to be substantial and – Interns kind of have it better over volunteers because they actually get a grade. They actually do get some kind of a return for their work because they need the grade in order to, you know, get the credit for, for graduation. And a lot of people that are out there are just volunteers, they don't even get that. So we're trying, we're trying different things. We're trying to figure these things out. We're having discussions on this stuff. And I would love to pay the staff um, for a number of reasons. One, mainly being the fact that they are putting in this time and effort and they should get some kind of a compensation for that. So, anywho, that's, that's that. Oh, okay, speaking of Mrs. Boss and keeping Mrs. Boss happy, Mrs. Boss does her best to keep me happy too. So last week we had Flint Dilly on talking about uh, the revival of Buck Rogers. And one of the things that I mentioned is we've got this, we've got Robot Row back there by the sign that, uh, that Ray made for us. And at the time I mentioned that I don't have a Tweaky over there. I've got R2, I've got 3PO, but I don't have a Tweaky. And, and, and a box shows up today. Mrs. Boss got us a Tweaky. So you see Tweaky back there. Little stand-up, light-up figure and uh right now the setting is is so that the color changes a little led light so there there's tweaky added to robot row for those of you who are listening on the podcast you can go over to the youtube video and see and uh there we go we now have tweaky on robot row mazer says wanting bragging rights might help a little as it means those people generally want to be here certainly not to be all of the initiative you need though no yeah it's right you know bragging rights are sometimes not enough and it's not enough for me i mean it the the 
I have lost count of the number of conversations that I've had, uh, both with Mrs. Boss and with Mr. Harvey and, and Leslie and a couple of other people talking about how I would really like to pay everybody. I mean, that's, that's, a, that's a high priority for me. Everything that we have tried has not resulted in the result I would like to have in terms of finding, I mean, we've, we've pursued advertisers, we've pursued sponsors, uh, you know, the super chats are open on these live streams and, you know, that's always an option. There's the PayPal, there's the subscribe star. So we've got a number of options open for us to generate the revenue it's just we don't generate the revenue. And, and, you know, everybody so far has basically said, okay, I'm, I'm fine being a volunteer. I'll just do what I'm able to do. And that's fine. I get, I get what I get. But I really do wish that I could do more for the people who do for me. And, I'm, you know, I don't want to take advantage of people who are contributing to this site. You know, I... That's just, you know, that's the reality of it. And so, you know. The wish list is long. And the various different things that I would like to do with this channel uh, is extensive. But, you know, it's one step at a time. And, and most of the time we're taking one step forward and three steps back. And, and eventually we make progress. Uh, but uh, it is slow in coming. It's a very it's it's been a much longer road than I originally had anticipated. But when you go into an endeavor without any money to start with, you already are behind. So anyway, <laughs> there we are, Mrs. Boss. Do you have anything that you would like to? To contribute as a volunteer, uh, is the experience for you been good, bad, indifferent? You you're gonna keep your keep yourself to yourself, or physically challenging. physically challenging? It's physically challenging to sit in a chair and type on a keyboard. How many days without incident? How many days without incident? Well, yes, that's that's true. We do have. Uh, what, uh, 261 days without an incident, so. That is, that is the, that is the case. Your mic is on? Well, it's on, it's on over here. Okay. But I don't hear you. Are you sure that it's on? Now it's on. Now it's on. Now it's on. Um, well, I mean, I, like you said, I've gotten thrown, I got thrown into this. And my first event I helped out, I think the first thing I ever helped at was um, Kansas City Comic Con. The last year it was open. Yes, I think that's right. And then after Kansas City Comic Con, we did Worldcon. Yes. Yeah. So it's not like I got to stick my toes in the water first. I was on doing everything from the beginning and helping out and... I mean, it's well, and I got to say, you dove right in, and I think some of that was probably meant to impress me. Maybe. <laughs> Did it work? Well, I don't know. I guess. I mean, <laughs> I was more impressed with the fact that you got along with my kid. So, yeah, I, I remember that. I remember that. But I, I, for some reason, with me and me, it's kind of teenagers are easy. Mm. So. Anyway, yeah, but yeah, it's it's one of those things where um, the other part of that is when when we're talking about uh, when we're talking about volunteers, the biggest thing is to moderate the effort to the point where you don't burn out. Is the ones that burn brightest burn out the fastest, and you've got to find a balance between doing all of the things like I like I'm doing most of the time and you know finding those things that are your niche so if we've got people that are in the horror space for example you know we've got a few places 
for that. If you're in the cosplay space, if you're in the comic book space, if you're in the video game space, anime, uh, those kind of things. If you prefer to do book and movie reviews and you don't really want to do the news articles, we could do that too, or vice versa. Or as my old band director used to say, vici vici. Well, so. the one thing I will put in, as you guys, you know, like he's talked about through this with the different people who come in with their different experiences or their interests, you get the people that are like me where they get the nickname intern with no, no portfolio. Mm -hmm. I've... For me, coming into this, scratch the surface enough that I have my, you know, fantasy books I've read or the science fiction books I've read, watched TV, movies, you know, dabbled a little here and there, gaming, dabbled in that. I mean, it's kind of like I have a general idea of a lot of different things, but nothing that's been super solid, like dive in. Because Beverly Hills 90210 is not genre, but I have proven it is. <laughs> and um, I don't know about that. I told you there was that one episode. Um, anyway, so coming in from, and I remember when we were doing the podcast for like Level 77 and Echo Chamber when we did it and stuff, you'd always tell me, talk, talk, talk. And I would always <laughs> tell you, I have absolutely no clue what y'all are talking about because I'm watching the show and have no idea the past history that, you know, this person has with yeah. this and this and that. And well, and that's the other thing, too, is that we don't, we don't expect a particular level of knowledge because everybody's coming in at different levels. Everybody, and you you're, would always, you're all coming in where you're at. So. And you would always tell me, just ask the question because there's going to be... You know, the people who are listening who are like me, they're new to this. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, it's kind of, I've gotten better, I think, about that. Yes. I think. I don't know. For the most part. Oh, I, I'm, the, other, the other part of that, too, is uh, finding those things that you do have knowledge in, like, like Star Wars and, you know, coming, coming in and putting you on salacious crumbs and rancor pit i think you're much more comfortable there because you're you're more familiar with star wars than you are with something like say star I trek iron, or iron man or star trek or battlestar galactica or something yeah like that, i so. it, it's like a, it's this scratch the surface of everything type thing right and it's even we've had this we had this conversation just the other night because you had made comment like, haven't you seen or, you know, paid attention to, you know, whatever a lot. is going on a behind the scenes or whatever? And, you know, and I, I part of me, yes, I get it. That's what we do here. And I should have some of that. But at the same time, part of me doesn't want to give up that being a fan and being surprised. Well, and that's the other part of this is the fact that you, you've got this balance that we have to strike between... Being the media and being a fan, you know, how much because for the most part, there are areas where we're compromising our fanhood in favor of the media aspects of these things. We do find out things ahead of time. We do learn things early. We do get spoilers. We do get inside information and stuff that you know for a lot of time it's embargoed which means we can't talk about it until a certain date but we have that information and we have that knowledge going into it and sometimes that makes it hard to be a fan it makes it it makes it a challenge just to sit there and watch something that you know you could just appreciate it just as as it is and just be be there and not analyze it to death i remember um when the first thor movie came out i think it was the first one it might have been the second one i saw it by myself and it was at a time where i was uh, pretty much resigned to the fact that i would never actually have a career in filmmaking and seeing that 
and all of the things that I have done in my career and knowing that that career was essentially over at that point and watching Thor and, and you, there's all this stuff going through my head that has absolutely nothing to do with my being a fan of the movie or, or the MCU or just, or just watching movies in general. I'm, I'm analyzing all of the things that could have been and that's a, that's a, that's a tough headspace to be in sometimes. And there's, there's the risk when you get into all of this behind-the-scenes insider knowledge, it can compromise your appreciation for a particular franchise or story universe or, or genre. So, um, Mazur says that also ties into what makes this channel great. You try to report it all even if you personally don't like it. And that, there, is some, there is some to that. Um, we do cover as much as we can in genre, and there are things that I would like to do more of, comic books especially. We're, we're kind of skating the edge on gaming um, because there are a lot of games out there that are not science fiction, fantasy, horror games. Uh, but at the same time, it's you know, having the people to, to do that. I mean, Gabe, we've got a, I've got an article that I've got to edit today from Gabe about the Mass Effect stuff. Uh, so, you know, I can always read. I was looking at a when mom and I were shopping this weekend, the section we were in was over with the video games and all that. And I saw World of Warcraft, the new one there. And because she had pointed out uh, Jedi Fallen Order, mm -hmm. and she th she's like, Did I miss a movie? And I'm like, No, 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 that's a video. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Because it was, you know, one of the piece for the PC, right? I thought that was cute, by the way. But then I saw the World of Warcraft, and I'm like, oh, joking, because my brother keeps offering to pay for my first month so I can get back on and play with him. <laughs> and, you know, if you ever want to get that Twitch back up, well, and I could thing. stream it's World of Warcraft, and me talking to it is probably going to be pretty funny. Well, yeah, we... We had a Twitch. We had a Twitch channel for a while, and I suppose I could probably relaunch it. And you know, and because that account is probably still there, maybe I haven't logged into it in forever. Um, but it's it's one of those things where if the audience isn't there, you know, and that and that goes back to our whole abort or pivot strategy, where we're looking at things and saying, okay, is this working? If not, why not? Do we keep going? Do we adjust? Do we stop? And the Twitch thing just never took off. We only had maybe 75, uh, 75 followers over there. And we didn't have any kind of a regular schedule. And we weren't doing a whole lot of game streaming. We, there, there were game, we had game programs. <clears throat> but that stuff you could do just as easily over here on the YouTube channel as you could over on Twitch. Twitch really lends itself to long gaming streams and I don't play so it's you know it's just one of those things where it just kind of uh, atrophied and fell by the wayside now we did get the option of doing the the watch parties where we got access to the entire Amazon uh, video library and you could do watch parties so basically if you wanted to do like Captain America or or anything that was available on on Amazon Prime we could stream it and watch it with everybody that was watching us and do the running commentary and and all of that but you know we never got anybody that sat and watched with us so it's one of those things where it's that well okay we can do this but we're not getting any kind of an audience doing this so we're kind of wasting our time so let's go do something else and that happens a lot. We do that kind of thing uh, at various points in in figuring out what we're able to do, and what we're able to do dep depends a lot on who's here and who's willing to do and what they're able to do. So our coverage changes with our staff. So the various different concentrations and areas of expertise change from time to time as the gang of meddling kids rotates. So if we've got people that are very strong in gaming, then our coverage of gaming will be good for a while. And if we have people that are uh, big in anime or Marvel or comic books or anything like that, then, then you know, we'll skew that way for a while. But we, I, I'd love to cover all of it. 
I'd love to just, you know, paint with a broad brush and here's all the news. But that takes a lot of manpower and effort. And it's, it's one of those things, too, where you look at some of these sites like ICV2. ICV2 does really good coverage of the comic book industry. And I don't see a need for competing with them. I, 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 might, I might be willing to partner with them for some video, video stuff, maybe. You know, collaborations are also another option where we're looking at some other channels and we're looking at other people that are doing things and say, hey, let's combine efforts. Instead of reinventing the wheel and all of us doing the same thing, I do this, you do that, and this this person does the other thing, and then we combine efforts, and now we have this good mix of programs. So we're talking to some people about doing something like that as well, both in the in the comic book space and in the gaming space, in the video uh, 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 fantasy side of things. So it's, you know, it is what it is. I mean, it's one of those things where, you know, if, if we had more people, we could do more of what we do. Assuming that enough people like what we do, that it makes it worthwhile to continue what we do. I don't know if that, if that makes any sense. So it's just one of those things that we'd like to do. So if you would like to be a part of this, there are some different ways that you can do it. You can send us an email live from the bunker at sci-fi for me.com or you can go to the dot com and go to the contact page. If you want information on our internships, let me uh, let me pull that up because I had that. Uh, we do have that link in the um, in the show notes. So if you're interested in an internship, uh, we do have that information over on the .com. And let me pull that over here, throw that up there, and put that there. And there it is. So here's, here's the information on our internship. So we have internships in video and audio production, public relations and social media, uh, reporters, reviewers, pretty much all of it. So anybody that's interested in doing any of that thing, if you if you feel comfortable on camera, you want to be a reporter, or if you feel like you want to be a host, uh, we I, we've got plenty of show ideas. If you're used to the kind of technology that we use for this kind of thing, uh, OBS and various different uh, video software and audio software and that sort of thing, you know that. The, the door is open and it is wide enough that anybody who wants to come in can come in. And there's no political agendas. You don't have to vote a certain way. You don't have to like a certain thing or not like a certain thing. It, I, I'm looking for interest, skill, interest and skill. If you have a, a political axe to grind, that's not going to fly here. But other than that... You know, if you're if you like Star Wars, great. If you like Star Trek, if you like uh, Battlestar Galactica or anything like that, then uh, then you ha there are places here uh, for that. Um, the link, are you Mazers? You wanting the link to the internships? Let me do that real quick. Um, where did I do it? Where did I put it? Let me. Right? Did I get that right? Yeah. All right. So here is <laughs> here is that. Mazur says, "I have a political axe to grind. Long live the Cylons." It is one of those things where um, uh, all of this has happened before and will happen again. So there's the link for the internships. If you're uh, if you're just wanting to be a volunteer, uh, there's a, there's a way you can do that. You can fill out this form here on the contact page. I'm hitting the wrong button there. And there's the contact information there. That's the link for that. 
sci-fi-for-me.com slash contact, or you can send us an email live from the bunker at sci-fi-for-me.com. If you are interested in, or if you have connections, and this is the other thing too, if you're interested in doing any kind of reporting as far as the, the, the Hollywood, the television and film side of things, um, we we don't have a whole lot of inside sources, let's say. So if you are of a mind that you feel like you want to go chase some of those, then that would be a welcome thing too because I would love to have some people on the inside telling us what's happening on the inside. Because for all of the rumors that we report and for all of the rumors that we discuss, I would rather have actual, tangible, verifiable facts on the ground as opposed to, well, so-and-so said this, and I heard this, and this YouTuber said this, and this YouTuber said that, and this... That only goes so far. We're a news site. And I would like to have more in the way of news resources. I don't know. So I'm rambling at this point. There we are. Volunteers, interns, the more the merrier. If you want to dive into our sandbox and play for a while, you're, you, you let us know. And we'll see what happens. All right. Uh, tomorrow, I don't think I've got anybody scheduled for tomorrow. I need to go double check, but I don't think I do. Wednesday, Tony Weiskopf will be here. She is an editor, an award-winning editor for Band Books. And uh, Hugo Award n- uh, nominee. She'll be here on Wednesday to talk about her work. And then on Thursday... Our first therapy session with SB the Every Fairy. She will be here in studio taking your calls. We're going to do an open mic Thursday. And we're going to have people call in. We're going to use StreamYard that day. And we're going to post a link. And people can dial in and ask the questions and get some advice from a fairy. That's Thursday. It could backfire spectacularly. Or it could go really, really, really well. I don't think there's going to be any in-between. So we'll try that and we'll see what happens. All right. Tonight on the H2O podcast, Mr. Harvey and I will be talking about the legacies of Hal Holbrook and Christopher Plummer. I think that's the plan. And then uh, we have uh, Tardis Sauce on Friday at 4 p.m. Central. We're going to move it to a new time and see what happens there. So that's coming this week. And, of course, Good Morning Multiverse on Saturday. So in between all of those, we will keep an eye out on the schedule changes for various different Comic-Cons and events and conventions around the around the world. And we'll give you those reports as we get changes coming in. And, of course, if you want to be a part of all of this in any way, shape, or form, let us know. If you want to be a volunteer, if you need an internship, If you want to support us financially, that's okay too. But otherwise, if you're just here, thank you for being here. We do appreciate all of you giving us your time and attention. Hopefully it's worth it. If you've not subscribed to the channel yet, we do invite you to consider that and have your notifications turned on. Find us on all the social media where we post links and announcements. And then we'll be back here live from the bunker tomorrow. We'll do it all again, 1 p.m. Eastern, 12 Central, here on Sci-Fi for Me TV. And remember, there are four lights. This has been a presentation of Sci-Fi for Me Radio. Copyright 2021 by Flaming Dog Media, LLC. All rights reserved. No portion of this program may be retransmitted without the express written consent of Flaming Dog Media.